Hello, everyone. My name is Andrew, and I'm Cassie, and this is the Culips English Podcast. You are listening to Simplified Speech, which is the Culips series. Which features clear, natural, and easy to understand English conversations about interesting topics. Today, I am joined by my co-host Cassie. Hello, Cassie. Hey there, Andrew, and hi, listeners. I hope you're doing well. Andrew and I have a great episode lined up for you today. We're going to be talking about obsession and discuss the question. Have you ever been obsessed with something? Along the way, we'll share some stories related to this topic and teach you some interesting vocabulary and expressions that you can use when talking about being obsessed. Wow, Cassie, I am excited for this topic. I think it's going to be a fun episode, and I can't wait to hear what you have to say about it. But before we get started with our chat. I want to let all of the listeners know that there is a study guide and a transcript available for this episode on our website, Qlips.com. It's available to all Qlips members, and it's a great study resource that we create and design to help you all build your English skills and reach your learning goals faster than ever. So to sign up and become a Qlips member and get unlimited access to all of our study guides for this episode and really all of the episodes that we've ever made, which is like over six hundred episodes. There's a lot of content out there, plus some bonuses like invitations to our monthly live streams and our fluency file series. There's also some fantastic bonuses for Qlips members, guys. To learn about how to sign up and to sign up. Just visit our website, which is culips.com. C u l i p s dot com. We also want to give a shout out to Andre, one of our listeners from Brazil. Andre was kind enough to leave us a five star rating and a great review on Apple Podcasts. And Andre wrote, "Thank you guys for the podcast. You're amazing, and I'm really improving my English speaking skills by listening to you." The show sounds clear, and the conversation has different subjects that keeps me interested and keeps me listening and learning more and more. Thank you very much. Well, Andre, thank you for that great review and for listening and learning with us. We're happy to hear that your English speaking is getting better and better. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, we want to say thanks to everyone who has been supporting us with a review and a five-star rating on your favorite podcast app, or by following us on social media. We really appreciate it, guys. Okay, and now, Andrew, I think we are finally ready to jump in and start our discussion about obsession. Obsession. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners who don't know this word are probably like, "Why do you guys keep saying this in such a weird voice?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's a, a good point, Cassie. So let's start our chat here by breaking down some of the key vocabulary because I think this is a concept that everybody will understand once we explain it. But the vocabulary is a little bit higher level, so. We should define everything before we start. 
And let's begin with this word, obsession, obsession, which you will hear often in romance novels and romance movies, which I think is why we are saying it in a funny way and kind of giggling when we say obsession. Uh, it's a noun, okay, so it's a thing. And obsession means to be completely focused or completely consumed mm -hmm. with one thing or one person. So in the context of like a romance movie or a romance novel, often a character will become obsessed with someone else, right? They, they will have obsession for someone else. And that means they are just totally in love, totally consumed, totally fixated, totally focused on just one person. Yeah, that's right. I think teenagers tend to have a lot of obsessions, especially towards love. Like they get a new crush on a boy in their class and they're obsessed with learning everything about him. Or maybe there's a new boy band and all of the girls in the class are obsessed with this band and all the members. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So the noun form is obsession, but you may have heard Cassie and I use the adjective as well. And that is to be obsessed. So you could say I'm obsessed or she's obsessed. He's obsessed. Okay. And we use it also with the preposition with, and then we can talk about being obsessed with something or obsessed with someone. So those examples you gave Cassie, maybe some high school students could be obsessed with a new boy band, or you could be obsessed with uh, collecting comic books, for example, mm. right? You're just like totally focused on one thing, one activity, or one person or one group, for example. But Andrew, there are actually other ways to use the word obsessed or obsess as well, correct? Yeah, exactly. So we can also use it as a verb. It's one of these words that I really like in English because there are many different forms of it, right? We have the noun obsession, we have the adjective to be obsessed with someone or something, but then we also have a verb. So we can do the action as well. So you can obsess over something or you can obsess about something. So for example, I think we all know people like this, Cassie, who look in the mirror every time they pass a mirror or every time they pass like a reflective store window or something when walking down the street and maybe they check their hair every single time that they pass <laughs> the mirror or the window mm -hmm. and they check their appearance and you could say to that person like why are you obsessing over your appearance like why do you keep obsessing over your hair fixing your hair every time right mm -hmm. so when you are doing that action of obsessing about something we can say to obsess over or to obsess about now i know i can predict cassie that our listeners are going to ask us this question what is the difference between obsessing over something and obsessing about something and to me, my native speaking English intuition says that there's not really a big difference. Like the nuance is very, very, very tiny, uh, tiny to the point where you can ignore the difference and think of them as being the same thing. What do you think? Do you agree with me? Or do you feel like there's a difference between obsessing 
over something and obsessing about something. Yeah, I agree with you. I think they are pretty much the same. And listeners should focus on the fact, though, that obsessed with is different than obsess about and obsess over because that has an ed. So make sure you don't combine those two. But if you don't have an ed, just obsess, then about or over can both be used in the same way. Cassie, another point that we are talking about before we started recording here is that it seems like to obsess over something or to obsess about something we use in a little more of a lighthearted way. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I gave that example of being of obsessing over your appearance or obsessing over your hair or obsessing over your makeup or obsessing over your diet, right? We use it mm-hmm. to to almost make fun of people who check their appearance or are really careful about their diet all the time. And so it has a slightly lighter feeling to me than being obsessed with someone or being obsessed with something. Like if you're obsessed with like, I don't know, the guy that lives down the road, then that's like a really serious problem. Like maybe <laughs> you're a stalker, right? Or if you're obsessed with playing piano, that means to me that you are totally focused on playing piano to almost a negative level where other things in your life will, will suffer. Like maybe you're so obsessed with becoming an amazing piano player that your personal relationships suffer because you never spend any time with your friends or maybe you forget to pay your bills or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like Or shower. It's, yeah, or even take a shower. Yeah, sure. <laughs> So I think there is that slight nuance in the meaning between using the adjective form and using the verb form. Cassie, there are a couple of other ways that we can use this word as well. We could be self-obsessed, which means we are totally focused on ourselves and very selfish, I I suppose. Mm -hmm. And there's another word that is related, which is OCD, O-C-D, which is a medical condition. Uh, Usually we just say OCD, but it stands for obsessive compulsive disorder, I believe. And OCD occurs when the patient who has this disorder is hyper-focused on very small things. Well, it could be big things, but very hyper-focused in a negative way. There's a big negative impact in their life and Mm. it's uh, impacting their life in a way that they don't like usually, right? They want to be able to stop obsessing about something, but it's, it's very difficult for them. Yeah. I've heard that people with OCD really hate it when people without OCD will say like, oh, I have OCD. I'm obsessed with this thing. But It's not true. It's not the same thing. You should only use the term OCD with people who have that real medical condition. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. It is something that you will hear a lot of people say very flippantly without really thinking about the impact of people who actually suffer from that medical condition. And it kind of makes a a serious medical condition light. And that's always kind of a rude thing that we want to stay away from. Mm. Cassie, one 
final vocabulary question here before we jump into our discussion for you. And I'm putting on my uh, predictive goggles again to, to think about some questions that our listeners might ask. And that question that I'm predicting that some listeners may ask is what is the difference between obsession and passion? Obsession and passion. So let's go back to the piano example again. If you're obsessed with playing piano or you're passionate about playing piano, you know, in both of those situations, you really, really like piano. So what's the difference then between obsession and passion? The difference between obsession and passion is kind of in the feeling behind those words. When you say you're passionate about piano, it means you really love it, but you don't have to do it every second of every day. When you play piano, you're happy. You like thinking about playing piano, but you're more than happy to do other things. But if you're obsessed with piano, it means it takes such a huge chunk of your concentration and brain space and time that you can't really focus on anything else. Very well put. Yeah, I love that. So passion is just a strong enjoyment, a strong love for playing piano, but obsession is like 100% of your mental energy and your physical energy is put towards playing piano. You're always thinking about it, always wanting to do it to the detriment of other parts of your life. So other parts of your life suffer because you are just too focused on playing piano. So listeners, I hope you can tell by the way that we have described this vocabulary that obsession is usually not a good thing, right? And maybe that's a good way to start our conversation part of this episode, Cassie, is, hmm. is to ask you about your feeling. Like, do you think obsession is a good thing or a bad thing? I think obsession could lead to amazing results or discoveries but on the flip side it's really bad for the mental and physical health of the person who does these amazing things so for example if you have let's use piano again if you have someone who's obsessed with piano they could be this amazing piano player that has fans all around the world but on the downside of that, on the other side, this person might be depressed and stressed and anxious because they always feel like they have to be better and better and better because they're so obsessed with playing and making sure that everyone loves their performances. Yeah, absolutely. I like that you brought that up because I think the same way. And I'm wondering if obsession is a requirement for any extremely high achievement. Mm -hmm. Like, can you ever get to be the best ballet dancer in the world? Could you ever get to be the fastest marathon runner in the world? Any kind of high level achiever without being obsessed? I, I don't know. Like, obviously there are many factors that play into being the best in the world at something, right? If you're the fastest marathoner in the world, you need to have natural talent and a whole list of other things, right? Mm -hmm. That go into that. But I think obsession has to be one of them as well. So although obsession usually has a negative 
aspect to it. I think it's also a part of becoming the best at something. And so in that way, sometimes I have to respect obsession in, in <laughs> some people, right? If you want to be the best at something, you need to be obsessed with it. And that's really interesting, I think. Yeah, I guess there's always a gray area, two sides to every coin. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So Cassie, what about you personally? Have you ever been obsessed with something or someone even perhaps? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever been obsessed with someone. That's not really my thing. But I tend to have a lot of very short-term obsessions, especially with books. I think listeners know I'm a huge bookworm. And sometimes I just get into this phase where I just read book after book after book all hours of the night and I'm just <laughs> exhausted for days. <laughs> and it doesn't last very long, maybe like a week or two tops. But during that time, yes, I would say I am very obsessed with reading on occasion. Well, that seems like a perfect example of obsession because to an extent it has a negative effect on your life, right? You're mm -hmm. staying up late at night reading books. And then as a result, you're tired the next day and uh, you feel sluggish all day. That's a perfect example of uh, an obsession. But that's also a great way to use this expression is a short-term obsession. So it's not for your whole life. It's just while you're reading that book or that book series. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, I guess I have short-term obsessions as well then. You made me think of some that I also have. And it's usually to do with TV for me. So I'll get uh -huh. obsessed with a TV show or a TV series and I'll binge watch it. Uh, I started watching a show on Netflix called Vikings and I watched like three episodes in one day and I'm kind of obsessed with that show right now. I can't wait till later in the day to watch it some more. <laughs> I don't know, Andrew. I think that obsession is weak. Only three episodes in a day. You have some people who can watch a whole series in a day. Now that's obsession. <laughs> I have too many things to do in the day. I, I would love to be able to sit around and watch TV all day. I, believe me, I would. But unfortunately, <laughs> I have other responsibilities. So maybe that's a fair point, Cassie. Maybe I'm not truly obsessed. Um, to the point where I'm letting other things slide. Maybe I have my obsession in check, but mm. yeah, I do think that I get obsessed with things in the short term uh, like that, but I don't really feel like I've ever been obsessed with a person. Yeah, mm. I agree with you. That's not really my style either. And I don't really think I've been obsessed with something ever as well. And I wish I was, you know, like we were talking earlier about world-class achievers mm -hmm. and how they can get really successful by being obsessed with something. I'm like, wow, you know, if I was really obsessed with only one thing in my life, would that mean that I could get really good at that thing? If I was really obsessed with running or really obsessed with playing guitar or really obsessed with learning Korean, like, I wonder how much more I could achieve if I had an obsession, but I don't think I do. So I'll never find out. <laughs> <laughs> I think that brings up a good 
point, Andrew. Uh, you said you wish you could be obsessed with something so you could be the best at something. That brings up another question. Do you think that there are any obsessions that are healthy or some obsessions that are better than others? Yeah, I, definitely there has to be some obsessions that are better than others, right? Here's an, an interesting question. We talked about the difference before about the line between obsession and passion, but what about the line between obsession and addiction, right? Mm. Because there are some things that you could be obsessed about. Um, you know, there are, for example, and I don't want to trigger anybody because we might have some of these listeners in our audience, but like I know some of my friends who are obsessed with animation and Japanese anime and comics and all of those things. And I'm wondering, it's almost like an addiction for them. It's like past mm. obsession and into addiction. And so I think with some things, with gaming, with different TV shows, you can get almost addicted to these things. And that obsession can not be very healthy. It can have a negative effect on your life. But at the same time, there are other things that, you know, could be very beneficial if you have an obsession, like if you can become a world-class achiever, or maybe if you could turn your obsession into a career or start a business around that obsession and then actually have that obsession benefit your life in some way, then it could be good. So I think it goes back to that point you made earlier, Cassie. There's two sides to every coin, and mm. <laughs> it's, it's not... Uh, black and white just to say all obsession bad <laughs> mm -hmm. or all obsession good there's nuance between the two viewpoints so with all that being said cassie i have one fun question here to uh, ask you before we wrap things up and that mm -hmm. is if there were an obsession pill i know there is an obsession fragrance i think <laughs> there's a famous <laughs> like perfume called obsession <laughs> i think um if there were like a medicine, an obsession medicine or a pill that you could take that would mean that you could become obsessed with one thing of your choosing. Okay. So if Cassie, you wanted to learn how to play violin, for example, mm -hmm. and you could just buy the violin obsession pill and you took it and then voila, you are obsessed with violin. Do you think you would ever try taking a pill like that? You know, I think if you asked me that question when I was younger, like a uh, high schooler, I think I would say yes. But as a well-rounded adult now, I would say, heck no, no way, Jose. I love myself <laughs> just the way I am. <laughs> um, I don't want that pressure of being obsessed with something all the time. <laughs> yeah, I think... We're on the same page here, Cassie. It's an interesting thing to think about, but I'm worried that the negative consequences about being obsessed with something at this point in my life as a 37-year-old could be too serious. And mm. uh, I might not want to live with the negative side effects of, of something like that. So uh, I don't think I would take the pill, but it does make for an interesting thought experiment, I think. Yeah, I wonder what listeners would do listeners would you take the pill or not 
yeah, you guys should let us know and also let us know what you thought of this episode. And, you know, Cassie and I have answered the question, have we ever been obsessed with something? And we would like to know your story. Have you ever been obsessed with something? You can leave us a comment on our Instagram page or uh, leave uh, a comment on the discussion form on our website, qlips.com, or on the comment section of our website as well. And we would definitely love to hear your opinion and what you have to say. Well, that brings us to the end of this episode, everyone. Thanks for listening and congratulations on doing some English listening practice today. Go ahead and pat yourself on the back. Yeah, great job, everyone. Thank you for listening to this episode. And we'll be back soon with another brand new Culips episode. We'll talk to you then. Take care and bye for now. See ya.